Hey, gang. We're back again, wonderfully and magically and all sorts of other ways. And with a fun added benefit of this time around, we do have some emails. Emails, fuck yes. Some of these are a little in the past, but that means that those of you keeping up and keeping on should email when you happen to have the chance. That way we keep all sorts of things in line and all through and... And what have you. But, I know, life gets in the way. I certainly do. I'm really far behind in some of my podcasts that I listen to. And I'm not going to scorn my own horn here. Uh, you know, I've been posting on random weird-ass days this week because somehow I thought that Monday was Tuesday and then Thursday rolled around and went, eh, I'll hit that on some other day. And then I'm hitting it today and then you guys are reaching it at some weird hour of the day that you guys aren't used to getting it. Being like, oh my god! You, you, why John posting on this weird time? And then it's not a good time. So, I'm sorry for the uh, the weirdy times of me posting this. What's new? So, John, uh, I'm keeping stupid busy, but I'm starting to get less stupid busy uh, because one of my books just happened to be popping up soon on the Audibles here in about a week and a half or so, which will be super cool, and I'll let you guys know when the time comes uh, what that's all about. And that's the big thing. Um, yeah, there we go. So, we got some uh, nice little emails from our good man, Just Stupid, um, he only has a couple of things, a couple of small things, a couple of little things. Um, he has posted to us, and I'll be putting it on the show notes, uh, a link from, uh, that was on his Spotify, that's, uh, the great Mel Brooks and Carl Reiner comedy routine, uh, called The 2,000-Year-Old Man. Very funny stuff. Please listen to it. It's super great. Um, and he's, you know, going back from Genesis, so this is older books in Genesis, probably in the last couple of, ch- last ten chapters or so. Um, apparently Judah didn't dress as hurrah, uh, he went to stay with him, and once again he's pointing out that he does not like me reading the King James Version, oh well. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see, so he points out that something I might have skipped over, maybe the King James Version skipped over a little bit of this too, not really sure, might have happened, I, it, it's been so long ago, my brain's melting. So, uh, Pharaoh and his dream sequences and what have you, um... The idea of, like, he has magicians and uh, wise men and so on interpreting the dream, and they don't interpret the dream correctly, or they can't interpret the dream, or not capable, and Joseph's the only one through the power of God and whatnot. But it seemed like, and maybe I was reading this wrong then or remembering it because my memory is pure shit anyway, but it kind of seemed like, and these, I had this dream, and these people were like, it's a this and a that, and it just didn't quite feel right. Or something, you know, so you can take advice wherever you feel like it. And I mean, they might have been right. You know, they might have come up with the same sort of thing, just in a weird sort of way. I'm not really sure. I don't really remember what they said. They might have been like, ah, that dream was about Muppets and, you know, how you want some velvety action and so on. I don't know. I can't really tell you. But the idea here is that, you know, you through God, you become capable of shit, I guess. Um... And apparently more dream interpretation is, uh, is coming in the future. And uh, so on. So anyway, if you feel like you guys are, uh, you know, getting spoon-fed this stuff, I apologize or whatever. But I'm just trying to figure out things as we go. And uh, if you have any idea, any things that you're like, this guy's full of shit, this isn't what that means, please feel free to send me an email at accordingtostupid at gmail.com, and I will be more than happy to bring up your ideas and thoughts and maybe even start a big old war of sorts of ideas. I mean, people have killed each other over less, that's for sure. Um, but I really like hearing your guys' ideas and thoughts and, and what you guys are doing and, uh, and all that kind of fun things. 
Yeah. What else? Oh, yeah. Twitter sphere and things. If you want to reach me on there, it's all, of course, anything you want to reach me with is on my little show notes. You can reach me there. You can start throwing money at the Patreon. That'd be super rad. Or even simpler, and I just figured this out for myself the other day, writing a review on iTunes and rating me and stuff. I love the five star, but you know what? You rate it however you feel that you need to rate it. I'm not one to tell you what to do. Whatever. But as I tell you what to do. Um, I just figured it out with the iTunes thing, real pretty easy, little lengthy with your phone, uh, but you gotta like search up the show and be like, write a review, and it's right there, right in the middle of your mobile phone, and I go like, oh shit, so I wrote some reviews on some folks whose uh, stuff I listen to, and I don't know, they might be appreciative, they might hate it, I don't know, um, but I'm here now, so here we go, alright, ladies and gentlemen, we're back on to Exodus, are you guys ready, are you ready for the Exodus? All right, where do we leave off? We left off with Moses. And as I recall, and I will probably do this at the end of Exodus, trying to find all those fun little movies to watch that are all about this particular, or at least a section of this chapter, or, uh, you know, book in the Bible. So we got Moses, and he was sent on his way down the river reeds. Pharaoh, uh, one of Pharaoh's wives was like, hey, this kid looks all right. Let's raise him, despite the fact that he probably didn't share Pharaoh with the whole idea of, like, Honey, I'm really trying to kill all the firstborns and all the male children of the Jews and the Hebrews and whatever. So it'd be really great if you didn't fucking pluck them out of the goddamn river. Um, so, anyway, Moses kills a guy uh, because he's, like, whipping one of the Hebrew folk, and that's not a fun time, you know. Uh, and uh, then he he kind of just leaves, I guess. Or he's... He's about to leave, and like these other two Hebrews show up and be like, "Hey, buddy, um, were you trying to kill one of us? Because uh, I mean, you missed." And then he leaves, and he's like, "Oh no, you know, I uh, I killed the guy, and I'm Pharaoh's gonna kill me back, and it's gonna be not a good time." And so he leaves, and he goes to Midian, right? And uh, and then uh, he like shoves some shepherds away from a well, and these ladies can like water their sheep and. Uh, the priest of Midian is like, this guy's pretty cool. Here, have my daughter Zipporah. And it all seems to kind of work out. Okay, cool. Here we go. Chapter 3, Exodus. Woo! Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law. Oh, that's his name. All right, Jethro, the priest of Midian. Ah, I was right, Midian. Fuck yes. And he led the flock to the backside of the desert. <laughs> the ass end of the desert. <laughs> oh, fuck yes. Mm, awesome. I uh, led the flock to the uh, backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. Uh, the even is italicized in this, so it's like, he went even there, even to that one. Like, I imagine it's in some sort of drive through, like, a very shitty part of town. He went there, even to that shitty part. Or whatever. Uh, mountain of God. You imagine a lot more people would actually be hanging around that spot, right? Like... This is the Mountain of God, and we're going to set up shop here. Unless Mountain of God is like a, hey, kids, don't set up shop near here. But we don't know that rule. We really don't. All, the only real rule we have is don't kill each other and sacrifice animals and, um... oh, yeah, don't touch my tree. <sighs> that's, that's about it. Oh, and don't be shits. And, or if you have to be, don't be bad shits. You know, whatever. Anyway, and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. 
I'm assuming a tree and not like, you know, between a girl's legs, but yeah, dirty John. No, so an angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of a midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. I, even to this day, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, why wouldn't you? This bush lit a blaze, and, uh, ooh, hey, mm, uh, and it's not like crackling down and like, because it'd be something if you just walked around and all of a sudden a, boo- a bush just, and died. You'd be like, that was odd. Hmm. Does, uh, do bushes, like, uh, fuck, what's that word? Um, fuck. It's, um, it's a thing that some humans have been have done and we wonder about. Spontaneous combustion, that's the one. Spontaneously combusting bushes, just all over the place. Poof. Ugh. Anyway, freaky bush. Poof, I'm God. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. Good idea. Why the fuck is this thing not doing that? And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, hey, Moses. And he said, here am I. Hmm. You know, I'm also kind of slightly picturing like in Harry Potter with like Sirius's head and like the fireplace, you know, like that sort of shit's happening maybe a little bit, although it's not being consumed. It's not the ashes, you know, before or whatever, but you kind of get the idea, right? Um, regardless, Moses, Moses, here am I. Really wasn't looking for you, God. Uh, looks like you found me, though. Um, is this a collect call? Anyway. And he said, draw not nigh hither. Uh, okay, I'll not move. Uh, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place where thou standest is holy ground. Oh, all right. Well, take off my shoes, I guess. Um... I mean, how would he know? Also, well, I guess, yeah. Why, why, why take off his shoes? Like, does it, will it seep into his feet or something like that or something? Or is it just disrespectful to walk on a place of holy ground? Like, wearing your hat in church is a bad thing. Is it the same sort of idea with, like, shoes? I assume. Also, what if they're, like, really sharp rocks, like little Lego rocks all over the place? Be like, God, I could really use wearing the shoes because whatever. Also, they had shoes. Moreover, he said, I am the God of thy father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look upon God. He was also probably a little freaked out to see, you know, a fucking flaming bush. He's getting traumatized by both ends here. One, the bush is talking. Well, three times. Bush is talking. Bush is on fire. Bush is God. Not in any particular order, but eh, there it is. And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people, which are in Egypt, and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. All right. And I am come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, and to bring them up out of the land unto a good land, and a large, and a large, unto a land flowing with milk and honey. Ah, fun. All right, cool. Unto the place of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites. I guess you gotta be like, I'm gonna make sure that all these people get the fuck out of there. So going to Egypt, while kind of Joseph's fault, um, for this whole beginning of the thing, slowly devolved into, hey, I'm gonna solve this. You know? So, 
God said, I heard this. I finally am, I'm tired of hearing this shit. Imagine there's not a lot of people in Canaan. What with the, you know, the plague that happened there. But this was many generations after. So there are many, 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 many more generations of of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Z, Kidzies. And all of most of them, if not all, are hanging out in Egypt. Except for whoever the whoever's were of like Esau, who were probably like, isn't it great to be kind of a warlord? And in a tribe on your own, we don't know what happened to him. He just went off and disappeared somewhere. But that line followed somewhere, right? Like, I wonder what happened to him. Hope he's okay. Anywho, okay. God's making him, he's like, I've heard this. I'm going to raise them up out of this shit. And it's going to be okay. All these people, the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, and the Pezzarites, the Hivites, and the Vubijites, and now here before, uh, now he, therefore, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me, and I have also seen the oppression wherewith the Egyptians oppressed them. Oh, so you didn't see that we were just having a bad time, and we need to be out of there. You saw the people that were doing it. All right, again, we need to be sure that we list these things because, you know, maybe God didn't see it. Uh, you know, it could be one thing being like, I see you're having a bad time. Well, you know why we're having a bad time? I could give a shit. Um, but, you know, he knows who he has to, you know, put the, point the finger at. Uh, come now, therefore, and I will send thee unto Pharaoh, that thou mayest bring forth my people, uh, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? Not a bad thing, because we don't really know if he's royalty, as we have seen in, like, the cartoon, The Prince of Egypt. Um, but an idea of like in this version, I guess, which was the more or less early edition, uh, <laughs> not the earliest, but early edition, uh, Moses is like, well, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm high up there. I'm, I'm a guy who is known, but I'm not someone to be ordering around Pharaoh. Sorry. I'm not that guy. Also, is Moses isn't really converted, really. It doesn't seem. It seems very much like he was he was an Egyptian. He was raised as an Egyptian, probably valuing the gods there, and maybe uh, fucking what's his name Jethro Jethro yeah Jethro, um, might have turned the tide a bit with him and meant like this is what we go and he's like you know what that's a lot easier, or something. I don't know, but there's a missing piece there, isn't there? Of just going, I'm God. Okay. Um, <laughs> whatever. Uh, but yeah, there's the question of uh, how the fuck am I supposed to do this? There's always the how and who. You know, There's a lot of questions from assumingly God's servants uh, and talking bushes and things. And also, who talks through a bush? It certainly gets attention. Maybe that's what he wanted. Um, anyway, yeah, so I like the doubt that is in Moses in this. I do. Uh, cause he's not just like, yeah, fuck yeah, let's bring the fucking fight to them. And also the idea that God's like, I will send a messenger first. We're going to keep this whole idea of, um, it's almost war, right? Like it's, we will send someone to you and you will release these people by these terms. And if you do not, shit will literally rain from the fucking sky. And and it will be a bad time for everybody involved, right? Cool. Where was I? All right, so he's, who am I? And he said, certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee, 
and I have sent thee, that I have sent thee. Uh, when thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. Okay, okay, hold on. All right, so God's like, I'll be with you, and this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people out of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon the mountain, upon this mountain. Um, hmm. This doesn't seem like a token. It just kind of seems like maybe it's just like, I know you will do it. It'll be fine. Somehow you'll make it work. I have seen the future. You'll come up with something. Um, you'll serve God upon this mountain. All right. Uh, also, you'd think they'd probably like mark down where this mountain was and like keep it forever, but I guess they don't want people walking up that mountain going, oh, God, um, and so on. So it's got to be... Like, the mountain of God has got to be somewhere near Egypt, right? At least within a couple days' walk, right? Like, I don't know how... It never really said how far Moses went to get out the fuck out of Egypt, but far enough to be away from shit and not far enough to be like, uh, Egypt, Jesus Christ, I gotta give it a plane, a, a travel agent, and all this. Anyway. Still, seems like a weird thing. Uh, and Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel and say unto them... The God of your fathers hath sent, hath sent me unto you. And they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, and this is capitalized, I am that I am. And he said, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am hath, I am, hath sent me unto you. Huh. Popeye basically sent you. And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers. So, okay, wait, he gets kind of mad, and he's just like, I am hath sent me to you, you stupid bastard. I am that I am. I am motherfucking God over here, and you're just one of my fucking creations. Deal with it. And then it becomes like, all right, wait, uh, um, maybe we don't go that way. So he goes, uh, and God said moreover unto Moses, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, hath sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Go and gather the elders of Israel together, and say unto them, The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, appeared unto me, saying, I have surely visited you, and seen that which is done to you in Egypt. And I have said... I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt unto the land of the Canaanites and the Hittites and the Amorites and the Perizzites and the Hivites and the Jebusites unto a land flowing with milk and honey. And they shall hearken to thy voice, and thou shalt come, thou and the elders of Israel, unto the king of Egypt, and ye shall say unto him, The Lord God of the Hebrews hath met with us, and now let us go. We beseech thee three days' journey into the wilderness that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. And I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go, no, not by a mighty hand. And I will stretch out my hand and smite Egypt with all my wonders, which I will do in the midst thereof. And after that, he will let you go. So why send him anyway? Just fucking smite Egypt. And I will give his people, this people, favor in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall come to pass that when ye go, ye shall not go empty. But every woman shall borrow of her neighbor, 
and of her that sojourneth in her house jewels of silver and jewels of gold and raiment. And ye shall put them upon your sons and upon your daughters, and ye shall spoil the Egyptians. Okay, let me see if I get this straight. So, Moses, you're going to go, and you're going to go talk to the Hebrews and go tell them the same thing that I started off my little burning bush thing with going, I am the father of thy da-da-da-da-da, uh, you know, J- Jacob and Abraham and Isaac and whatnot. And you're going to take them and be like, I did this. And after that, go to Pharaoh and be like, hey, let my people go. And then he's going to be like, no. And you're going to be like, well, shit's going to hit the fan. It's going to be bad. And uh, then uh, you're going to skedaddle. Uh, well, after Egypt gets pretty much kerfuckled by, by God, uh, it's, uh, you're, gonna, you're going to pillage Egypt. Right? Like, that's what's going on. So, literally, we're going from Hebrew to Viking pretty fucking fast, aren't we? <sighs> right? Hmm. Shall borrow of our neighbor. <sighs> huh. All right, we're going to fucking raise Egypt. Didn't necessarily work. It's still around, but... All right, but we're moving on, right? We're moving on to Exodus chapter 4. All right. And Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice, for they will say, The Lord hath not appeared unto thee. Okay, so that's fair. That's a fair point, right? Looking at anybody going like, "Uh Uh-huh, God visited you. That's for fucking sure. Yeah, we get a lot of that. Um, A fair and valid point. And the Lord said unto him, What is that in thine hand? And he said, uh, A rod. And he said, Cast it on the ground. And he cast it on the ground. And it became a serpent. And Moses fled from before it. Ah! Fucking! And the Lord said unto Moses, Put forth thine hand, and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand, and caught it. And it became a rod in his hand. Neato! So, that's pretty cool. They that may believe that the Lord God of their fathers, the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob, hath appeared unto thee. Yeah, a stick that becomes a snake. Pretty terrifying shit, but... Still, kind of just a magic trick. But, still, terrifying to behold. Going like, that thing was a thing before the thing became the another thing. And the Lord said furthermore unto him, Put now thine hand into thy bosom. And he put his hand on into his into his bosom on his bosom, and uh, when he took it out, behold, his hand was leprous as snow. Ew. And he said, "Put thine hand on thy bosom again." And he put his hand on his bosom again and plucked out out of his bosom, and behold, it turned again as his other flesh. The fuck did you do, man? <coughs> on again, off again. All of a sudden, it's white. All of a sudden, it's regular. What the fuck? And it shall come to pass, if they will not believe thee, neither hearken to the voice of the first sign, they will believe the voice of the latter sign. Again, not sure where that's supposed to, like, make, uh, how that's supposed to work. I am sickly. No, I'm not. I guess. I don't, if, fuck, I don't know, dude. That's not how that goes. Uh, well, all right, neato. Still not terribly convincing. And it shall come to pass, if they will not believe also these two signs. Oh, well, see, great. Neither hearken unto thy voice, that thou shalt take 
of the water of the river, and pour it upon the dry land. And the water which thou takest out of the river shall become blood upon the dry land. Just so I know how that works. Uh, so don't believe the two. Uh, take of the water of the river and pour it upon the dry land. And the water which thou takest out of the river shall become blood upon the dry land. Okay, so if I have a bucket of water and I toss it onto not the riverbanks, but, you know, just a little bit beyond, it becomes blood. So now I know that Moses is not going to be carrying water anytime, <clears throat> anytime soon. Uh, and it's just going to be uh, very hmm, strange. And Moses said unto the Lord, O oh my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither hereto, heretofore, uh, nor since thou hast spoken unto thy servant, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. And the Lord said unto him, Who hath made man's mouth, or who maketh the dumb, or deaf, or the seeing, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. Because he's kind of putting it out there being like, I made people dumb, deaf, and seeing, and blind. Uh, that, don't take credit for things you don't want to take credit for. Good that you did, but... I guess he's looking at it like, hey, man, it could be a much fucking worse thing. You could be dumb, deaf, you could be seeing perfectly fine, or I could blind the fuck out of you. Um, now, therefore, go, and I will be with thy mouth and teach thee what thou shalt say. Oh, perfect. Great. That's what I need. To, that's all I need. And he said, O Lord, O my Lord, send, I pray thee, by the hand of him whom thou wilt send. Interesting. Okay, so... Okay, at least with that, oh my lord, I mean, we can kind of assume that Moses was, I guess, converted over, um, and such. And I guess maybe Zipporah or somebody told him, be like, oh, you're circumcised. You're a Jew. Okay. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, is not Aaron the Levite thy brother? Um, I don't know. I know that he can speak well, and also, behold, he cometh forth to meet thee, and when he seeth thee, he shall be glad in his heart. Was Aaron the Levite his brother? I don't know. What does that have to do with anything? He's a good speaker, that's fine, but fine, whatever. And thou shalt speak unto him, and put words in his mouth, uh, and I will be with thy mouth and with his mouth, and I will teach you what ye shall do. Puppeteer God. Here we go. Okay. God the puppeteer. And he shall be thy spokesman unto the people, and he shall be, even he shall be to thee instead of a mouth, and thou shalt be to him instead of a God. Instead of God. Oh, so it'll, you know, they'll heal. Basically, God will be conversing with himself, but it will sound as if in your ears it is the other person, not him. Uh, and he, his job will be to talk to the Hebrews and so on. Your job will be to talk to the Pharaoh and what have you. And thou shalt take this rod in thine hand, uh, wherewith thou shalt do signs. Uh, signs? And Moses went and returned to Jethro, his father-in-law, and said unto him, Let me go, I pray thee, and return unto my brethren, which are in Egypt, and see whether they be yet alive. And Jethro said to Moses, 
go in peace. Jethro's pretty cool. He seems like a rad dude. And the Lord said unto Moses and Midian, Go, return to Egypt, for all the men are dead, which sought thy life. Oh, well, that's great. Perfect. All right. Um, here's a thought I suddenly had. Um, why didn't God choose Jethro? I mean, he's a priest and everything. You'd think you would go with the mightiest one, but now that I'm thinking about it, you probably don't want the zealot who's going to be talking about, you know, God and things. Even though Jethro seems to be a cool enough guy, you pick Moses out of all that? You pick the guy who did prove himself, I guess, by murdering, murdering someone who is going to beat the shit out of a Hebrew? I guess do that for, you know, one of God's followers. Great. Wonderful. You did a good job. Which is where I can kind of get the idea of, you know, the Crusades being thrown to that, or any other thing being like, God is with us because we're killing or moving around people from somewhere else who don't believe in this particular man up in the sky. Um, and in so doing, maybe he calls upon you to do something great. Uh, or maybe, whatever. Uh, and the Lord said unto Moses and Midian, Go return into Egypt, for all the men are dead which sought thy life. Which, again, very handy. And Moses took his wife and his sons and sent them upon an ass. And he, well, probably, they're probably sitting. And he returned to the land of Egypt, and Moses took the rod of God in his hand. And the Lord said unto Moses, When thou goest to return into Egypt, see that thou do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in thine hand. But I will harden his heart. What the shit? That he shall not let the people go. Why are you doing that? Why are you, O oh God, hardening his heart, which is a good term. I like it. Um, why are you doing that if he's, that he shall not let the people go? Why? Why? Why 21 4 or 421? Why? Uh, I will harden his heart that he shall not let the people go. Why are you even fucking involved? Aren't you on our team? Do you just want to destroy Egypt and make yourself not feel too good about pulling the strings? And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. And I say unto thee, Let my son go, that he may serve me. If I, and if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. Time out. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. And I say unto thee, let my, let my son go. Okay, so let my people go, essentially. Israel is my son, my firstborn. Let my son go, that he may serve me. Okay. And if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay your son, even your firstborn. So if you don't do this, I'm going to fucking kill your kid. Yeah, put that into perspective. You don't fuck with a person who's going like, I will kill your child if you don't fucking do this. Yeah, think about that shit. And it came to pass, by the way, in the inn, that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. Oh, fun. Okay. Then Zipporah took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it at his feet and said, Surely a bloody husband art thou to me. No shit. Holy God. A sharpened stone? Oh. Whoa. Hold on. Wait. Okay. So backing up again. And thou shalt say unto Pharaoh, Thus saith the Lord, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. 
And God goes, And I say unto thee, Let my son go, that he may serve me. And if thou refuse to let him go, behold, I will slay thy son, even thy firstborn. I'm missing the connection, maybe, I say unto thee, um, let my son go. So it's God talking to Moses right now, right? With the first sentence of the first part being, I will speak unto Pharaoh, thus saith the Lord Israel is my son, even my firstborn. No, you have to do this. Um, I mean, maybe it's a continuation right here, or it's an, and I say unto thee, Moses, let my son go that he may serve me, and if thou don't, I'm going to kill your kid, and I'm just going to continue that on. You're going to pass that on to Pharaoh, but let it be known that I'll kill your kid. And the Zipporah gets the idea that maybe if he makes the, she makes the son a, a Hebrew through physical means, um, what? Okay. Um, so he let him go. Then he, then she said, a bloody husband thou art. Then she said, a bloody husband thou art because of the circumcision. Thanks for that. Thanks for pointing that out. I under, yeah, get it. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you. And the Lord said to Aaron, I'm, yeah, okay. Maybe I'm just lost in that whole 22 to 26 of Exodus 4. Yeah. And the Lord said to Aaron, Go into the wilderness and meet Moses. And he went, and he met him on the mount of God, and kissed him, right on the mouth. And Moses uh, told Aaron all the words of the Lord who had sent him, and all the signs which he had commanded him. And Moses and Aaron went and gathered together in the elders of the children of Israel. And Aaron sp uh, spake all the words which the Lord had spoken unto Moses, and did the signs in the sight of the people. And the people believed, and when they heard the Lord had visited the children of Israel and that they had looked upon their affliction, then they bowed their heads and worshipped. Great. Easily convinced. Wonderful. All right. Well, that was a maddening episode, right? Like, that was good. Yeah, I liked it. I'm really... I got the main story. There's some weird parts in there that I'm like, what the fuck? But yeah, all right, in we are. That's it, guys. I did my two for the day. You guys have been great. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, wrote notes, reviews, whatever, you can send them straight on to according to stupid at gmail.com. You can also write a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, a bunch of other places that I have. You can send on some monies onto the, the uh, Patreon. Uh, purchase yourself a nice, nice bit of, uh, you know, this company every month. A dollar a day. Or a dollar, well, a dollar a day is you know, 30 some dollars. That's, that'll take care of this podcast quite a bit, um, which would be really nice. So if you like it, spread the word. Spread the word of the gospel according to stupid because I'm an idiot and uh, I need my word spread around a little bit. And yeah. Are we going here? That's about it. Anyway, you guys have a fantastic weekend. I hope you have fun. Uh, I'll be with you guys next week for two more episodes of the Gospel According to Stupid. Hey, you need music? Go to www.bensound.com. It you will. It'd be great.